Welcome to The Kind Futurist. We are your hosts, Helen McConan and Irmala Khan. We'll feature inspirational leaders and everyday heroes as we open the dialogue on what being wealthy really means for generations to come. In this episode, we are going to talk about the E in ESG, which is environmental. As we slice it, um, we are going to be really capturing three elements of it. Um, so the first is the source, so agriculture sourcing, um, the land, um, animal uh, and plant welfare. Um, the second piece we're going to be talking about what is in our food? What are we consuming? Um, and then lastly, we're going to be talking about the impact um, and how to move forward. So um, agriculture, sourcing, um, land sourcing, this is so important. These are the pieces that, um, you know, how do we nourish ourselves? How do we nourish our bodies? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I think when we look at land as well, who and the ownership of land, really, uh, you know, who owns land? Who owns this earth? This is a place that we all call home. I think we're all uh, accountable and should be responsible for creating whatever impact we can towards um, maintaining and creating a healthier lifestyle for all, right? Uh, in terms of indigenous rights and, and uh, the history of um well, you're absolutely right, because it's not as much as it is about who it belongs to, um, but also looking at the, the, um, the indigenous, um, plants, uh, and living species, uh, on all of the lands across the globe. Um, how do we continue to make sure that they, that they, that they are still in existence. Um, you know, with one of my little ones is passionate about dinosaurs and we're just learning that ginkgo trees existed uh, centuries and, and, and thousands of years ago. Mm. Um, like that's phenomenal that that, that particular species of plant is still here um, in, in existence. And so how do we maintain more? Absolutely. And then I think it's also important how people interpret the environment, right? Like how your little one interpreted that. What kind of interpretation uh, do we want to um, encourage, I suppose, right? In, in in generations to come from now. I know, Helen, that you have a close um, knit with uh, with food and how it's grown. And perhaps you want to talk a little bit about that? Food sustainability is so important. Um, how we grow our food, where we source our food from is extremely important. Uh, there are a number of local urban farmers. Um, we know one, um, which is <laughs> the one that you were speaking about. Absolutely. It's called uh, We Got Plants, um, where they're experimenting on specific crops that are going to continue to sustain um, not only the local, um, the local community, but um, hopefully the the global community as well. No, absolutely. So, so thinking about plants being a form of wealth, right? Long-term wealth. It's not just about money. I mean, success is defined in so many ways. How do we have uh, plants be a form of wealth? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in terms of um, thinking about um, sustainability, wealth, um, um, what are we injecting now in our systems, in our bodies? Um, you know, when you're thinking about bioengineered food, um, 
pesticides. Um, you know, these are pieces that are extremely important to keep at the top of our mind. I mean, if we look at um, our Canadian environmentalist um, or environment advocates, um, David Suzuki um, continues and has always pushed the envelope around pesticides and controlling pesticides being um, one aspect of uh, his foundation um, in a lot of the things that he talks about um, very openly um, and with a megaphone uh, always. Mm-hmm. And as we look at uh, what's really in our food as well, uh, you looked at a national, uh, you know, individual who, who inspires so much change. There are countless uh, globally, and in fact, everybody can be an activist globally, nationally, locally, wherever you are. Uh, there's one that came to mind. Um, her name is Dr. Vandana Shiva, and she's a physicist, an environmental activist, and a food sovereignty and anti-globalization advocate. So she founded an organization called the Research Foundation for Science, Technology, and Ecology. Uh, the name of it is Navdanya. And essentially, it promotes that biodiversity conservation, organic farming, and the rights of farmers. So she really looks at where does the seed come from? Does this seed, say, belong to an organization? Does it belong to the farmer? Uh, what is the the authenticity and how do we, as we mentioned initially, right? Um, you know, uh, that diversity of looking at how that seed originated allows freedom and creates further potential. Um, another thing she looked at is development. When we think about evo- development, we think about buildings and, you know, the economy. Development, though, is not an economic term. It's a human ecological term. And so, you know, it's not about justifying deforestation. Rather, it's about transformation from within. Mm, wow, that's, uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that, that's deep. Because, you know, when you, when you think about, um, personal development, um, mm-hmm. how do, how does it then reflect into, um, your, your network, your community, uh, you as a leader? Um, if you are open to the way that you continue to grow as a person, then for sure that impact is going to be, um, contagious. Uh, and, uh, you can pollinate. We can use all of these terms, um, that really tie back into, um, the topic of environmental. Um, and, and speaking about, um, local, there are so many, um, uh, eco farms, uh, that are popping up globally, um, where again, um, individuals uh, want to learn how to sustain themselves, their families, uh, and their communities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You make a good point, Helen. It's what can we do? And so, most importantly, I think is being guided by one's own conscience, right? Um, and, and where does that courage come from? And how important is that uh, to us, right? That leads into the environmental impact of the decisions that we make. Um, I'm reminded of another international uh, individual who started a movement called the Save Soil Movement. Um, and it's really to look at what's in our soil and what will be in our soil, you know, I don't know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 100, 5,000 years from now. Um, it's a global movement and it's focusing on uh, national policies and actions towards increasing the organic content in cultivable soil. Because if it keeps depleting, what's really going into our food? You know, how are we um, keeping that cycle going? Well, yeah, I mean, if you think about soil, it's, 
um, it's rich in so many nutrients, minerals, vitamins uh, that are essential for growth, for plant growth, um, and then therefore, obviously, the food that we ingest. And so how do we continue to um, make positive impacts um, to the way that we grow food, to the way that we are able even to regenerate healthy soil um, so that we can continue to have great food um, at our table and, and, and nourish ourselves? Um, I mean, positive impacts to the environment we can there, there are countless of things that we can think about um to your point earlier you don't have to be an environmentalist um you don't have to be someone uh that dedicates their life um to this you just have to do your part um in really bringing forward um a positive way of living mm-hmm where am I spending my money, right? Where am I investing my money? Um, is it with organizations that truly positively impact the environment? Um, what am I doing? How can I reduce my energy use? And, and uh, obviously bills that you have to pay as a result of it. Um, that is a motivator, but uh, the true benefit is, is just a cleaner, healthier planet, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. You know, I think the, the one other thing we, we, uh, we meant to talk about was with respect to climate change. And when we hinted, uh, hinted on this, uh, what is the organizational responsibility really when we're looking at things like renewable energy, packaging, waste, um, the implications of retail sourcing and the supply chain, how food gets from or, or anything really gets from one point to, to the other. Um, and the disasters, you know, things like oil spills, how they greatly impact the environment for generations to come. So I believe the focus really is to what can we do today uh, that will create lasting impact Agree. on the environment. A hundred percent. And we have voices and we have uh, organizations and we are able to make these changes now for the future. Well, that's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to The Kind Futurist. Join us next time as we continue these great conversations. Thank you.